Hello, hello, and holy hell, what a week it's been. Yes, this has been quite the uh, quite the summer. Spring? We're Spring. not even summer yet. Holy well, shit. I don't, I don't even think we're in the summer yet. We're so not. it yeah. has been just, just this week has been a shitty ass week for three reasons in particular. Yeah. The first one being my computer crashed this week. Yes, I know. That that does suck. That I mean, I spent what five hours today yeah. resetting up my wife's laptop. That's like losing the third member of like our trio. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, imagine having three people in a group and one just decides I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You bring in a replacement, obviously, yes. but then you got to train them up, which took me five hours to train up the replacement today. Yes. Second big reason: the room we are sitting in flooded last week as well. Yes. So I had to pull all this shit out of here and then spend two more hours setting every all this shit back up. So that's been fun. It sounds like you've had a fun week. Yes. <laughs> that's that's primarily why this week has been shitty. Yeah. Number one reason, I had no idea that the world of podcasting was so cutthroat. Really? No, I had no idea that there was yeah. so much competition. I thought it was just kind of like a free-for-all. You just right. Everyone does their own thing. No. No, it's vicious. It is. And you would know because you kind of betrayed me a little bit this week. Yeah. I, well, see, I, okay, in my defense, I'm like the double agent, right? Oh, right. right. So I, I like snuck in there, you know, got a little intel, sneaking back out, you know. Okay. So, okay, because I can just do this <laughs> and fire you. That's true. And That's get true. rid of you. You could. You could, but then you'd have to find a replacement and train them for five hours. That's true. That's true. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there is this devious, conniving podcast out there that um, I think is jealous of us. Like, Yeah, I, I think. I, think I mean, so. they feel that we are the, the biggest competition that they have. Yes. Um, so, they decided to hack our, our podcast. They... They stole every domain name you could possibly think of in reference to the Break the Bell podcast. If you don't know who we are by now, we are the Break the Bell podcast, just to throw that out there. Um, Yeah, so he went out and stole all of the domain names possible. So I currently have a a fraud charge against him. I am am going through legal actions to get him back, I guess you could say. And so... If you don't know who this is, this is the System is Down podcast. They self-proclaim to be the least comfortable show on the web. I mean, how douchey yeah. is that in the first place? I mean, you've been on it. Are you, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, System is Down, TSIDpod.com. They have decided to bring actions against us so in return, we decided to declare war on them. So there's an on- ongoing battle against this other podcast. So definitely don't go to tsidpod.com and listen to their shit yes. because... Yes, and they'll, they'll make you feel uncomfortable. Yes, definitely. Well, anyway, that's enough of that. I mean, that's yes. about all the bad stuff going on in the world. I, I think that's the darkest thing we could talk about today. <laughs> obviously, obviously. So I think that's so, a challenge. Let's get, let's get away from the dark stuff. Um, yes. Lighten it up a little bit. For people who uh, did listen last week, you will know that we are the Break the Bell podcast. We specialize in um, encouraging speech, free speech. Um, 
freedom of whatever, all your liberties. Dialogue, conversation, argument, just get it out there. Right, because your voice, like we said before, is your most powerful weapon that you can have. And if you don't use it, you lose it. You do. In the yes. words of uh, the 40-year-old virgin. So, Was he the only one that said that? <laughs> That's the most important in my book. So there's that. Um, just covering some pre-show bullshit right now. Yeah. Um, if you haven't noticed already, we do sw- say swear words. I'm not going to wait till an hour and a half in not to time. give that disclaimer this time. So, yes. if and, you, and I, I had people actually complain that we didn't swear enough. So um, <laughs> maybe we should get that out of the way as well. Got to step <laughs> step up our game. What yes. was it? Uh, oh, uh, George Carlin's. Uh, oh yeah, where yeah, he said all the words. Yes, <laughs> like just went on like a 10 minute tirade <laughs> of saying all the words. But uh, last week, if you weren't paying attention, we did have a drawing, a giveaway for. A um, there was a choice between a break the bell mask, a COVID nineteen yes, coronavirus the, the mask, mask, the sexy yes. mask, the sexiest mask you will yes. ever. Well, find. Which, if you didn't see, they are suggesting sex with mask now. So, so yeah. I mean, get, get the sexy mask it. for the sex with mask. Or there was a, a stainless steel camper mug with the break the bell logo on it as well. If nice. you responded in and commented uh, in response to what I said was the uh, what I say. Was a discrimination oh, against yes, America. Yes, that, that had Craig absolutely outraged. Yes, and I was outraged indeed. So all of you decided to participate. Actually, a whole whopping four people Woo! decided. That is the kind of you know participation and outrage that I, I'm I'm hoping for from this show. I mean, I, I did say <laughs> you gotta do a little work, but I mean that I thought that was like the most bare right. minimum. I mean, if you're work. watching anyways, you yeah. Know. I mean, like, I don't think we made it that hard. I, I don't think so. And it was like the first like three minutes of right. last week's yeah. episode. Right. So you didn't have to listen to. Right. I made it really yeah. easy for you. So I do have the names Very right nice. here Very in nice. this official drawing hat. That looks like a like a Michael Jackson hat or is it Sinatra? I'm going to go with Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking when I saw it. But for here, it is, I actually, I got this thrown to me by Michael Jackson. At, no, not really. <laughs> that would be sweet. So in this hat, this is clear full of four names of paper. Woo. We're going to draw the name. Some of the names are um, YouTube uh, code names, I guess you could call them. So I don't yes. know who you are. I will mention the name here. I'll put it in the forum, and I'll probably comment on the YouTube video the names. So you can get back to me and tell me where you want that sent to, which which of those items you want. So I'm going to let Bill, I'm going to reach over because we are not socially distancing. Holy crap, I haven't had to say that word in a week. I know, I try not to. So All Bill, right. we need a drum roll. I like it. Nate Tucker. Nate Tucker. Nate Tucker is probably the least deserving person oh. Oh. because he is one of the first people that came up with the hashtag, hashtag fire Craig oh, wow. information you should know. So Nate Tucker, if that is your real name, um, <laughs> I will reach out to you, ask you which of the, um, the two items you want, and you can let me know where to send that to. So drawings, the intro, yeah, people I- know who we are. I mean... We don't need to say that much more. I don't think so. No, no. I, th- I think we, we just have a lot of stuff to cover. Do you go do. to the, yes. find us on the social medias. Uh, find us at um, facebook.com slash break the bell, Twitter at break the bell pod, break the bell pod, or uh, Instagram at the same break the bell pod. 
And I need to memorize those because people have been asking me and um, I, this I, is your I own it. damn show. I know, right? And you don't know these I know. Things. I'm going to have to write it on my hand. <laughs> so when I'm walking around, I can start reading it yeah, off. But don't wash your hands no, and no, spread no, I corona do that. all over yes. the place. No, no, that's preposterous. Also, we do have a, a Facebook forum where you can get in on the conversation. Um, a lot of times we're just sharing random bullshit that yes. we find or we're getting into some serious topics. If you do want to, just uh, go look up the Break the Bell forum and then just click to... Invite yourself, and then when we see it, we will let you in, and you can enjoy the fun. Yeah. And then also get in on some of this other stuff that we might be just specifically to social media. So yes. with that note, we are going to get right into this. Like I said, we have a ton to talk about. Shit, I, was, I was joking about my personal stuff being the darkest stuff that happened this week because there's a lot of bullshit that's happened this week. Yeah, it's the uh, summer of bullshit. So are you ready to do this, Bill? I am ready. Let's kick this off. Let's kick it. What did you say? You talking to me? What, what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did he say? What did he say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. This is America. This is America 2020. 2020 America, which you think it looks like America did, what, a couple of years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Um, the, everything that's going on right now. like Oh, uh, no, no, no. I no. mean, people well, say this has been going on for... Well, no, 10 years ago, we were, in, we were in the golden ages, right? Obama was president. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. But, but even though a lot of these... Uh, Laws that kind of disenfranchised African Americans happened oh, yeah. under the Obama administration. Yes, and there were many riots during his administration too, if you remember. I, I do, I do. Um, specifically, Ferguson. Uh, Ferguson riots, which kind of kicked off the Black Lives Movement. Wasn't that the origination um, of the Black Lives yeah, Movement, or at least the popularization of right. it? Yeah. So here we are today. We are almost two weeks after. That's crazy. Yeah. Time flies. Um, two weeks after the killing of George Floyd, yes. which sparked the burning blaze of America, that sparked all these riots that are in New York now, in L.A., um, the Amazon warehouse, like, completely was burnt to the ground. Mm -hmm. I, I Did you see those pictures of that? Like, I mean, yeah. it was... I'd be pissed if I had an order. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But realistically, 
Um, we got stuff, a lot of stuff going on in DC. Yes. Um, what did you hear about that? The, you uh, had a couple things. Yeah. Um, massive riots, um, Molotov cocktails, um, and rocks and bottles being thrown at um, uh, Lafayette Park across from the White House. The president was rushed to the bunker, uh, which he said he was just inspecting it. Just um, inspecting the bunker. Um, just out of nowhere during this riot. Yeah, we she's like, uh, I think we need to do that, guys. Um, but the, uh, let's see. See, 50 Secret Service guys were injured in the melee, and I like that word melee. What is a melee? It's, I mean, it's a video game term. Yes. I know that. Yeah, it's like a, a French word for like fisticuffs. Okay. It's just so, like a fist fight? Yeah, basically. It's like a fight. Hand-to-hand um, combat. Yes, hand-to-hand. Um, however, um, uh, 1,200 uh, National Guardsmen were dispatched to de-escalate because they always de-escalate oh yeah they? yeah you send in more troops it things send tend yes. to calm down really quick i calm down with 1200 yeah, troops yes, around me. obviously um fortunately saint john's episcopal church got burned which is uh, Gee, fortunately or unfortunately unfortunately sorry i think you said fortunately uh, no, <laughs> like, wow holy shit dude. um yes because that is a very historic church like every president since the beginning of the founding of the country uh attended church there yeah yes Yes, so it was uh, it was pretty nasty. And that was the same church that he went to after his, um, yeah, um, I am the law speech, right? Not right. not as I had a dream speech as I am the law, yeah, which is you know symbolic of the uh, Judge Dredd um, speech. If you're not familiar with him, he I'm is um, comic book character, future, uh, very uh, fascist. So uh, okay, um, so, it goes along with that. So um, for all the people who already think. That Donald Trump is a fascist. This just kind of was more wood to the fire, right? That and you know the whole uh, story of him getting to the church. You know they they said that they tear gassed the the rioters to get out of the way so he could get over there and take the picture. Yeah, yeah, just for a photo op. Which, what's your opinion on that? Like people are like, that was one of the biggest uproars. Like, oh, he used tear gas on his own people just to for this photo op. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if. If the president is going somewhere, it is their job to keep him safe at all costs. Absolutely. But was it even necessary to go there right. for this picture? Yeah, right. And, and you know, did, couldn't you have waited like a day? I mean, did you really have to do it then, to, you know, clear them out? I mean, that to me, that's just kind of a dick move. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, another thing that I see all over social media is people ranting about how he hid in the bunker and was tweeting out all these things. and. My personal opinion of this president, whether you like him or not, somebody needs to take his damn cell phone away from him and keep him off of Twitter. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like slap his hand. Like, stop it. Stop. No. Because what other – I mean, I don't remember Obama really posting tweets – that much when he was president. Maybe he did, and maybe people just didn't no. talk about it. He had a BlackBerry. Remember, he was famous for the BlackBerry. I don't oh, even think they right. are allowed to use Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, Twitter, uh, BlackBerrys probably had their own version of Twitter. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, um, Picker. Something, yeah, because I, I remember when I had a BlackBerry, um, I couldn't get Angry Birds. They had, like, angry farm animals, and it just wasn't the same thing when Angry Birds was big. You can't really throw so many chickens. Yes, exactly. Um, but... So everyone's up, uproaring or outraged because he was in the bunker posting these bullshit tweets that he's famous for. I mean, yes. he's been doing it since his election, at least. Like he got in the 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 arguments with Rosie O'Donnell on yes. on Twitter and yeah. and people like that. And it's it's just like just shut the fuck up and be the president. 
Fortunately for him, it was like the the only other person that is like more hated than him. His <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything from her since the Thank Donald Trump. God. Like I hadn't heard anything <laughs> from her for like twenty years before, and then yeah, all right. of a sudden that came up. It's like, oh, Rosie O'Donnell's still yeah. around. I, I, I actually I want to get a T-shirt that says um, hashtag Justice for Betty Rubble because the re- how she could play Betty Rubble uh, in the Flintstones no, is a travesty of justice. Is the worst. The worst. I mean, uh, John Goodman made a good Fred oh, Flintstone. Flintstone. Yeah, right. But yes, Rosie as Betty. Betty I mean, no. Betty is actually surfer talk for a hottie. Exactly. And <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. That's kind of a letdown. And we are already off the bat, way off subject. <laughs> Sorry about that. But it's our freaking show. So if you don't like it, fast forward to where we get back on topic, which is like right now. Um, Everyone is, uh, you hear, see all the posts where uh, they're comparing him because he was hiding in the bunker to Hitler when he was found in the bunker right. during like D Day. And then um, Saddam Hussein when. Uh, oh, yeah, hiding in that little. The little hole. hole. Yeah. So he's obviously a fascist dictator following the footsteps of Hitler because he went down to his bunker. I don't know in real life, but I do know in any show that depicts the president. When there is a situation that the Secret Service deems um, dangerous, they tell him, we got to get out of oh, here. Oh, yeah, right. He didn't have a choice. Yeah, and he can say all he wants. No, I'm going to stay up here with people. If the Secret Service says, we got to get you to the bunker, I'm going to pick you up and carry you to the bunker because yeah. that's my job. Yeah. So in a way, I feel like maybe it wasn't his choice to be in the bunker. Maybe that was protocol because – the White House was virtually under attack at the time. It's like, what do you do? Just um, stay out there and let them overtake you and kill the president? Right, right. But, I mean. Especially, I mean, obviously the, the situation was was pretty dire. 50 Secret Service guys were injured. Yeah. My guess is they had a no-shoot rule because. <laughs> I would think so. That You don't want that online. <laughs> right, that would not go well. I mean, you see all the videos uh, in all these other cities where um, people are just walking out on a, on their porch during curfew hours and the police are marching military style through the streets and just screaming at people, get back in your house. And then they're, they just let loose a round of uh, rubber bullets at them. And I mean, yeah. Well, did you see um, that uh, the guy in the wheelchair, that got hit in the face with a rubber bullet, I think, was it in Dallas? I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish I brought the picture. I just thought about it actually. Um, But it was pretty, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I mean, he was all bleeding from his face. Of course, it looked really good for the police. Oh, yeah. It looks good. It makes the police look great. The news has a, a, a fit over it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so in D.C., I it couldn't be that response because right. you don't want an image of police officers opening fire on civilians, your, your right. civilians right. outside of your own house. Right. Um, but I mean, that's what's going on all over the world. And that's what Donald Trump is pretty much saying he's going to order is like shoot to kill or, or shoot the looters or, um, what was the looting starts? The shooting starts. Yeah. That was one of his famous tweets that he let out at the beginning of this. I mean, honestly, because it's Donald freaking Trump. He is, he's a loose cannon when it comes to his Twitter account. So. Uh, that's where we are today. Um, his Twitter is like Joe Biden in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just all don't, over the place. Don't talk, Joe. Just don't talk. Yeah, yeah, Joe, just stand We're there. We're bringing a professional tranquilitist. Just move your lips. <laughs> yes. Or I wonder if they'll get to the point because AI is so 
like convincing now. Maybe oh, yeah. they'll have an AI. Um, there you go. Joe Biden up there talking, and it's not even Joe up there. Maybe Joe's not even alive at this point. They're going to do – you've seen the deep fake, you know, where they take uh, someone's face. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right, right. They're going to take Obama and put Biden's face over him. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot like – Barack Obama. <laughs> nah, it can't be. <laughs> that, I mean, he probably win tons of elections. Like, did you hear how, like, he was following right in line with Obama's speeches? <laughs> they may be onto something. They could keep the presidency for the next 20 years if they just have Obama there and just put someone else's face on him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just repeating his um, speeches from back when he ran for right, president. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we digress once again. But... That's where we are. Minneapolis is where this all started, as you know. Uh, this whole George Floyd uh, getting his neck crushed on camera. Yes, which you have heard the latest now that apparently jo um, George also had COVID-19. <laughs> corona. We're calling it Corona. Corona, remember? my bad. Corona, yes. We're bringing it back. Yes. I did. So does, does his death <laughs> certificate say coronavirus? You know, is this real life? <laughs> I think that's exactly the person who sent that to me. I, I sent back, is this, is this real? Is this real life? Like, what is happening? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He had that and then he had drugs in his system, too. Right. But it was still the same medical examiner still ruled it a homicide, even right. with yeah. all that stuff, which I was surprised that they didn't just well, come that out. that hospital's not getting their $13,000. No. No. Absolutely <laughs> Good not. job, cop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Minneapolis, though, seems to be winding down. Yeah, a little bit. I think the chaos is kind of moving, you know, around the country. The chaos yeah. or the the planned, planned like planned right, organizations. Yeah, the, the, the organized chaos is yes. um, actually a, a friend of mine used to call my work truck that organized chaos. <laughs> organized chaos. Uh, I think it's less organized and more <laughs> chaos now. So yes, well, he hasn't seen it in a while. <laughs> Um, yes, and you saw the uh, the Buffalo video, the uh, the older guy that kind of walked up and uh, got in the police face, and then they pushed him down. And yeah, he's like a seventy six yeah. year old. Yeah, man. right, right, right. Yeah, they said that that you know this guy was was trying to you know start some shit. Um, and yeah, he got pushed over, and the cops just kind of marched over him. And the video never shows exactly what happened before. From what I right. saw, the old guy did approach the police. Yeah. But that's about as much as he did, and the cops shoved him over, and it didn't look like a LeBron James flop moment no. either. It, he, they <laughs> no. pushed him pretty hard for a they feeble did. old And then guy. he was bleeding out of his ears. Yeah, and yeah and you can't fake that yeah. too easily. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you can only, I don't care how good of an actor you are. But then uh, the police force, like, what, how many people? Like 56 people? 57 of them, yeah. Just resigned. Resigned. Just for like, well, we don't like how you handle because they end up firing those two cops, I think. Yeah, and yeah. I think they're going to charge them. Yes, they're, yep. And so the entire police force. Yeah. Which they, they apparently they just left that unit. It was like a special, um, like a special, like, I don't know, front line. They're supposed to deal with riots and stuff. Mm -hmm. Apparently those 57 are still part of the police force, but they left that particular branch of the police force. And so they just moved to a different branch? To the desk. So area. they didn't actually resign. They didn't actually resign. Yeah, they didn't kind of go into that part of it. So they're still part of the police force. They just That's left stupid. their their unit, basically. See, the way the article made it sound, they all quit. Yeah. And just, like, right. handed in their gun, handed in their badge, and were like, I'm out. The whole... Yeah. And they made it seem like it was the entire police force just right. was like, we're yeah. done. We're out, Which, guys. Which, being Buffalo, it could have been. 57. Right. <laughs> that is true. But, so... So... But the fact that not... You know, I... It, 
it was a dick move of the cops to push him. I don't care what the guy mm-hmm. did. He's 74 years old. He's not going to cause that much problems. Right. How much of a resistance can he put right. up? The fact that not one of them just stopped to check on the guy because he was bleeding out his head. I mean. No, they the most they said was somebody call an, uh, a paramedic, this right. guy. And they yeah. just kept, for the most part, marching military style yeah. through the city. Like, what kind of image? On that note, what kind of image is it for cops, police officers during this time, 2020 America, to be marching in a military fashion down right. the streets. It's a show of force. I mean, it's a power play. Uh, but that that's what everyone's against right now. Oh, I is, know. I know. Irony, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're pissed about the over-militarization of the police force. So what do they do? They become more of a military force. Right. Yeah. And I, I do see all this, the looting and the the breaking into cop cars and burning stuff down. I mean – Something has to be done, but yeah. this show of force is exactly what everyone is against right now. Right, absolutely. And, you know, you've seen a lot of casualties on both sides of this. You've seen police officer. I, I just read about one in, in critical condition after getting ran over by an ATV. Oh, gosh. Um, but then you see, you know, protesters that are, you know, have been you know beat by police mm-hmm. that have been pushed, you know, and it's just a... Uh, Yast and... You're yeah, right. uh, there was one image where, um, or one video, I don't think we talked about, did we talk about the people that were all sitting in a line? Yeah, we talked about that gas, last week. Or uh, pepper spray. Yeah, yeah. Just stuff like that. It's like you are not helping your cause right. as police officers. Yeah. Um, you're not getting people to like you at yeah. all. Oh, oh, and, and tragedy in that respect as a, um, uh, a fellow, you know, um, food connoisseur, smoker mm-hmm. guy. Apparently, there is a uh, very popular uh, barbecue guy down in Louisville who um, gives cops, like, free food and stuff when they come by. And apparently, there was some some guys that shot at cops as they were running past him. The cops shot back, and he got killed. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's fucked up. Yeah. The whole thing is really messed up right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and those cops didn't turn on their body cams, so they've been fired now. Well, and I had seen a post where – and this was – an older event. One of these people where they're like, um, say her name and stuff like that. Yes, like, yeah. Um, there, there's a few people that they're coming out and like trying to get retrials for and trying to get investigations op- yeah. reopened. But in one of the circumstances, the, the police officers had turned off their body cams. Mm-hmm. And my response to that on Facebook when I saw that was any cop who turns off his body cam and an incident happens, whether they were in the right or the wrong, they should be fired. Absolutely. If somebody yeah. got ki- if somebody pulled a gun on a cop and a cop returned fire and shot him, but his body cam was off, he should be fired. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at, like, say, auto insurance, if you get an accident and you don't have insurance, in most states, it's your fault. It's deemed right. your fault whether you caused the accident or whether somebody else caused the accident. Because you didn't have insurance mm-hmm. to cover you, you're at fault. Same goes here. That body cam is the police force's insurance. Is the police officer's insurance. Right. It's it's what's holding you accountable. Exactly. If we don't have that footage, and this is our policy for you to wear this camera, and something happens and you yeah. weren't wearing it to back yourself up, I'm sorry, you're gone. Whether charges are brought or not, right. that's up to uh, yeah. other things, but you should be fired. Right. Or, yeah, some kind of a punishment you know it's it's interesting because you know the in the 90s the the clinton uh, bill clinton was responsible for passing the three strikes your rule 
mm-hmm. out rule for uh, criminals. You know, you, you have three felonies. And then you go you, away for life. You go away for life. It, three, why don't cops have a three-strike rule? Right. Roughly? And then we talked about that last week, how the heads, the the higher-ups in the police force should be being held accountable right. for letting these cops continue to do stuff like this. Absolutely. And I think it's safe to say, based on what we talked about last week and based on the response of the entire United States, within the first, like, two to three days after, total unity. Oh, yeah. Total, like, agreement of what needs to happen, how things should be. Like, this is messed up. Yes. Uh, a lot of people started changing their their way of thinking towards stuff. Right. The whole country was coming together on yes. this. Yeah, it was. I mean, you're you know quickly approaching this mass racial education where people were like, "Yeah, shit needs to start changing now but, because this is ridiculous." And then we get to now. Now we are further pushed. Yes, right to left. Yeah, than we were. I think even before you look through the the social media posts and. I got people saying, um, I had one guy that said, just send in the in the Na- National Guard and just mow them all down. He's like, black people have more privileges than white people, and they need to really. It's just, That's what the hell are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Oh, and then I saw one where someone's like, you know, having police officers try to, uh, you know, hug and shake your hand is like having an abusive husband come back and bring you flowers after they hit you. Sure. And <laughs> you see all these images of the police officers kneeling. One side is saying, "Oh, that's that's a sign that they are yeah right. are in um, remorse for this incident and for all the the atrocities that have happened over the years." And then you do have the people like you were saying that were like, "That's not going to help. That's just making things stop doing that because right. you're just basically sugarcoating this whole thing." Yeah. And so even something like that, where police officers are you, seemingly trying, right, is win. divisive. Right, everything's divisive. Yes, everything is. So um, we had a chance, or you had a chance at least, to get down. We are more kind of small-town peanuts here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, um, Iowa City. We're, I mean, we're not like Denver or yeah, New York or L.A. We got a population, was it 157,000? Yeah, it's something pretty yeah. small. I mean, we're not tiny little right. podunk town, farm town, but we're yeah. pretty small. So we're not seeing a lot of this violence right. that you see, but there is It's stuff been all on. peaceful in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, here in Cedar Rapids. Um and I, I think the police force has a lot to do with that because yeah. um, I have the Cedar Rapids Police Department on my, my Facebook account, mm-hmm. and they're constantly releasing stuff like, hey, there's going to be a protest going down. Um, we're going to close off these streets and these streets to keep right. us safe. And then also I did see there was an article. I saw that. Yes, that's um, awesome. The police chief, Cedar Rapids police chief here. I'll pull this up. Uh, Cedar Rapids police chief announces a change in policy at protests on Saturday. Uh, This is from KCRG. That's a local news station here in town. Uh, The Cedar Rapids police chief announced at the protest today a change in policy. He's requiring officers to intervene if they witness another uh, officer using force that is unnecessary or unlawful. So kind of you see something, say something type thing. Like um, kind of like if you witness child abuse, you you are supposed to report that. So yes. They should have been doing this all along, but now that he is basically mandating that, that could bring up charges on somebody who witnesses it and doesn't report it. So that's a good step, I think. No, that's awesome. Says, winning over skeptical public, especially among the black community, will take more than words from a podium. That's something he acknowledged as other leaders promised to follow through 
on the promise of today's peaceful event. So it sounds like um, the protest organizers and the police department are kind of working together to keep things peaceful as long as like Cedar Rapids Police Department is showing uh, a little bit on their side, then um, it seems that these organizers are promising to keep peace during these protests. So yeah. I thought that was really cool here in, in Cedar Rapids. But you got down to um, Iowa City. Yeah, it was a wonderful jaunt. Yeah, and Iowa City is home of the University of Iowa. It's a, quite a bit more uh, liberal college students, yeah, um, yeah liberal government. And so it's it's quite different from here up in Cedar Rapids. So um, you want to talk about some of the stuff you saw down there? Yeah. So um, I think we have some of the pictures. Um, but, I mean, it was plastered all the way down to Buke Street. A lot of the fuck 12, which is, you know, kill the police. Um you know, very peaceful stuff. You know, we got a dead piggy. Um, again, thirteen twelve, which is you know, kill the police. Um, I didn't know what any of this stuff meant. Until yeah, I know. I saw thirteen twelve. I'm like, what is thirteen? Thirteen is apparently death. Twelve is apparently police. Yeah. Who came up with that? I don't know. A lot of Black Lives Matter there. I mean, city workers, university workers were out scrubbing stuff best they could. Um, I mean, it was it was all over the place. I, you know, trees, fire hydrants, um, signs. This is my favorite. It says, yeah. uh, instead of no parking anytime, they went with parking. I know. I really that... should have taken advantage of that. Is that the most <laughs> anarchist thing you could, I know, you could see? Right? I'm sure that really pissed off the parking department. <laughs> <laughs> um, here you go. Uh, someone crossed out Trump. So I don't know who so, would have done that, but fuck so, Trump. Then somebody crossed out Trump. And it looks up here. It says F12, but it looks like it says cats. Wow. Fuck the cats. Hey, you know, you have all kinds. <laughs> yeah. Some people just don't like start them. a riot. Um, I smell bitch and cops are pussies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my, I love the spelling. Yes. Like this is the, the people who spray paint buildings are not, um, writing experts for the most part. Cause this police, the police. Yes. Yeah. This, the whole university, I mean, down the main strip just got plastered. Um, we won't break her. We won't bend. We won't break. We won't fold. Yeah. Um, Say her name. Uh, actually, say her name. I did some research. Apparently, is uh, that Brianna Taylor, who was in uh, Louisville, where the cops busted in her house and gunned her down, mm -hmm. um, thinking yeah. that she was someone else. Was that the when they um, did the no knock? Right, right, entry. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whose streets? Our streets. Um, Trump is a rapist. Um, ACAB. That was, was in the last picture. If you see that, uh, that's all cops are bad. Okay. Um, so. And we had a couple that I pulled up separately. Yeah, no God, no master. Now that is um, actually from a um, 18th century French socialist, um, but it's been kind of a um, kind of a like a f popular motto amongst anarchist and um, feminist. So why feminist? I, I don't know. Margaret Sanger, you know, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Apparently, she had a newsletter that uh, that was kind of her motto for that: no God, no master. Meaning, like you know. It's the woman's body, no one else's. Oh, okay. So, uh, defund, divest. divest, yeah, with the anarchy sign. So, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, something I didn't take a picture of because I didn't, I didn't know what they were at the time, was um, the symbol for um, uh, internet Antifa, Antifa International, which is these three um, like hash marks. They were all over the place, and uh, I didn't know what they meant. I thought they were like markings for construction or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
It just, uh, but they're everywhere. So you said it was, and this is the picture we pulled up. You yeah. So those like three arrows, um, those were everywhere in red spray paint. And you're listening. This is the the Antifa flag. It's like a black and red flag. It says Antifa International. It's got three arrows at a downward yeah. left pointing angle. I don't. We probably should look that up and see what that actually means. Yeah, we can do that. So obviously, um, there is. But there is there is also there is a number of names of of um, blacks who had been killed by cops over the years that were just kind of spray painted everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one that said uh, you know like queers for Black Lives Matter, or black uh, uh, black trans, trans lives, lives matter. matter. Yes, just everyone's getting their yeah, own. I even saw Viva La Mexico. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why not? I, all right, I didn't know that was an issue in this pro- particular protest, right. but I I mean I guess every, like I said everybody's kind of taking part. In doing this, how they feel, like displaying right. their feelings, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I, from what I've heard, there hasn't been any violence down there. Maybe some. No, there was not even any, uh, you know, any windows broken, uh, mm-hmm. which I was really surprised at. I mean, the only uh, commercial institution that I saw that had gotten damaged was a bank uh, on the corner. It was a, um, uh, let's see, it was a um, F and M bank, and. Um, they had spray paint all over it, um, Black Lives Matter. There was a guy scrubbing it, and as I was walking back, there was two guys walking in front of me, walking their dogs, and they just kind of laughed, and they said, I don't know why he's cleaning it. We're going to do it again tonight. Mm. And so... So it was clear that um, they didn't intend to stop anytime soon. Right. And that's that's kind of a, where the thing I am struggling with right now is these protests and stuff, we supported... Uh, civil disobedience and civil disruption last week we said yeah i mean if if something is not working in your country in your favor mm-hmm. that the peaceful stuff isn't isn't working clearly right it's not i mean nothing's changing that much so yeah make some noise like maybe mess things up a little bit but there has to be an end game there has to be like like when do you stop right be- because a lot of the cops are coming out, and like we said, Cedar Rapids is uh, declaring that they're making changes. Right. Um, there's the cops that are kneeling. Right. Um, the the one guy, what was the Derek um, Chauvin? Derek Chauvin, the guy who knelt oh, on cop, George, yeah. George Floyd's neck. Um, his charges got upgraded to second degree instead of the bullshit third degree. Yeah. The other officers were picked up and charged. Right. Yeah, you seem but, like you have something to say. Well, <laughs> I have a problem with that because um, now they have to prove intent, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be really difficult for them to prove. Right, and I had read somewhere that um, by upgrading, you have a better chance of mistrial now, absolutely, or right. letting them get off because now, like you said, you got to prove intent. If you don't have intent for that, then mm-hmm. second degree and, and, doesn't and stick. Now that they show that the dude had COVID, Corona, my bad. <laughs> You know, now there's extenuating circumstances even more. So I think we could be looking at phase two of a shit show. Yeah, right. So So if he gets off or these officers get off, man, you can just guarantee this. The whole thing's going to burn again. Yeah. So um, and and now (laughs) Iowa City, who has been big supporters of this whole thing, are pissed because they defaced the statue of their patron saint, uh, Kinnick, you know, at his own stadium. So 
If you don't know who that is, that's a idol football coach. I think. <laughs> I think it was an yeah, Iowa no, fan. yeah, he's famous or is it? Yeah, it's Kinnick. Yeah, famous uh, uh, Iowa University coach. Um, helped them to do some good stuff, and it's like a god in Iowa City. Yeah, right. So support protests one hundred percent. Even support looting. A lot of them, I'm sure, did mm-hmm. based on um, the way Iowa City is and how left sided they are. But please don't deface our God and Savior Kinnick. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's so crazy, like how people can decide based on what's convenient for them, what should be done, such as like, for example, don't leave your home and protest COVID nineteen and put our grandmas and grandpas at risk. But leave your homes to protest. Right. It's perfectly safe now. And even the the health department came out and said, definitely you should be protesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They actually, I don't, you know, the funny thing is because um, the clip I saw, it was actually on Fox News. And surprise, surprise, they take it out of context. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if you um, read the entire letter, they talk about how uh, racial injustice is a bigger health threat to than Corona, mm-hmm. because it means that these minorities are not getting the health care that they should be getting. Yeah. And so definitely they should be breaking social distancing rules so that they can protest to make sure that they get the same kind of treatment that everybody else gets. Mm-hmm. So, And people scream and shout, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more, but they scream and shout that, uh, oh, you're, you're comparing the two of um, black people being killed unjustly with you wanting to go out and get a haircut, protesting because you want a haircut. That's not we're protesting because we want to get a haircut. We're right. protesting because the economy is closing down. Yeah, Small businesses are dying, uh, which leads to record high unemployment. It's not you, – you're this is so, like, divisive when people are shouting, oh, you just you're just mad that you can't go buy – something at a store or go get a haircut. No, that's not it at all. It's, it's the fact that we're protesting or not us in person, but the people that protested, for example, in Michigan weren't protesting that they couldn't get haircuts. Right. Michigan was a shit show during coronavirus. More than usual. Yeah. Yeah. More than Detroit usually is. Yes. And, um, they were pissed at the, um, mm-hmm. the fascist <laughs> rules that were being placed on them. Yes. And, but, and to put it into perspective, and we'll touch on this a little bit later, what they were doing at the courthouse, you know, armed, but still peaceful, just mm-hmm. to show a force, you know, is what is happening in the country of Lebanon over the same thing. They're dealing with a complete economic shutdown because mm-hmm. of the shutdowns. And they're at 35% unemployment and 45% poverty because of the, the shutdowns. And their looting and rioting just as bad as the race looting and rioting is happening right now. Really? So it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, right. So um, like we talked about last week, um, civil disruption sometimes is necessary. Civil disobedience is necessary to get your point across when your government isn't doing their job or if they are continually breaking your basic rights to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, mess some yes. stuff up, make some noise. Absolutely. However, I'm to the point now, is is this just civil disobedience and protesters getting pissed off over George Floyd's death and racial right. injustice? 
or is this a, a planned thing? Uh, right. Like, um, because we have reports of <clears throat> peaceful protests being taken over by these more military style um, looters and rioters, the people that just want to burn shit down, fuck shit up, right. and just cause a commotion. We talked last week about the guy in the ma- the gas mask right. that was just going around breaking windows and just disappeared. Right, yeah. We hear the word Antifa a lot. Yes. And a lot of people say, oh, this is just the big Trump conspiracy right. thing. It's the, the boogeyman, the newest boogeyman. Right. And um, Trump declared war on, not declared war, but declared Antifa to be a terrorist organization. Right. Domestic like, terrorist. And so... <clears throat> Who is Antifa? Like, who is that? Are, are they really like an organization or is it an ideology? Like, I that's what I kind of want to get into now. Okay. Like, instead of, like, we, we already talked last week a lot about the justified protesting, the justified civil disobedience. Now I want to talk about this quote unquote Antifa organization and, and get into who exactly they are. Yeah, they're, um, there's something else. <laughs> do, you, do you got anything about? Yeah. So um, Antifa actually, it's it dates back to World War II. Um, they were first organized to fight uh, Mussolini and Hitler. Um, the first uh, Antifa group was the German Communist. And really? Yes. And so that's kind of where they got their start. Um, since then, they've kind of international, but they have no real leadership. Um, I have... Um, from their Facebook page, this is Antifa USA. There's an Antifa International, which flag we showed earlier. Uh, Antifa is a collective of militant anti-fascists committed to opposing the rise of the far right. We believe in the no-platform philosophy and the tradition of fighting fascism and racism. After decades of underperforming, the far right now possesses a significant threat politically. This initiative aims to bring together those who wish to act rather than talk. We aim to oppose the far right's electoral politics and where possible by means of direct action, as well as street activities we aim to promote promote militant anti-fascism. The Antifa initiative has come from members of the Anarchist Federation, Class War Federation, and No Platform. Although we come from the anarchist tradition, we are open to work with any group individual that is serious about militant anti-fascism but we will not work with any state-affiliated groups. Together, we can wage war against the fascist government that has enslaved us and bring freedom to the people, as should have been done nearly 300 years ago. So I've got um, Wikipedia's definition of Antifa and what they have to say about them. Excuse me. Um, It says Antifa is predominantly left-wing anti-fascist political activist movement in the United States. So this, I think, is talking more about Antifa in the United States, not Antifa International, which I find to have completely different ideology from what you were saying right there. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, Similar to the fact that, I mean, they oppose extreme right-wing and who they considered fascist. Um, Go ahead and finish with what you're reading. So it says... <clears throat> compromising a diverse array of uh, autonomous groups <clears throat> that aim to achieve their objectives through the use of direct action rather than through policy reform. Antifa activists engage in protest tactics such as digital activism and militancy involving property damage, physical violence, and harassment against fascists, racists, and those on the far right. So, again, very one-sided here. Yes. Very uh, left-leaning. 
So it says individuals involved in the movement tend to hold anti-authoritarian. This is the most ironic sentence to me. Anti-authoritarian and anti-capitalist views, subscribing to a range of left-wing ideologies such as anarchism. Okay, that's anti-authoritarianism. Communism. Right. Communism is far from anti-authoritarian. Right. Or anarchy. Anarchy is the closest thing to anti-authoritarian because anarchy is basically there is no law, there is no rule. Basically that no, no God, no whatever yes. that you said earlier. That's anarchy. Uh, communism, though, and social democracy and socialism is big government. Mm-hmm. The government um, owns all the property. Right. The government owns all the businesses. Yet somehow this is anti-authoritarian. That seems like pro, yeah. like yeah. a lot of authoritarian. Yeah. It's it's interesting because yeah, um, it says that. Uh, so they uh, they list notable characteristics of fascism as militarism, a promise to return to a golden age, isolationism, glorification of a supreme leader. How is that a supreme <laughs> leader anti-authoritarian? Would that be know. the opposite? Well, no. This is this is a, a characteristics of fascism. Oh, okay. That they're talking about. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Suppression of a free press, repression of non-whites in society, and anti-immigration. But it says that they're looking for democratic socialist, apolitical socialist, anarchist, communist, and anybody with anti-fascist views. It's basically anything not capitalist is yes. what it is. Yes. It's so like mixed. But can you imagine somebody with anarchist ideology and somebody with communist ideology right ending yeah. up once let's say they take complete control right now what now yeah <laughs> what, what do you do like do you want big government do you want no government right like what what do you want yeah now that the now that the the right-wing fascists are gone what what happens next because yeah. i want to see that conversation sure <laughs> and, the, and people throw out the name that it's being funded by like uh the boogeyman george soros right. i'm not going to get into that because yeah, we don't have all day for this. But um, if this is being backed and funded by somebody who proclaims to want to the destruction, basically, of the United States, um, that's a bigger concern. Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting because um, one of the criticisms that they have for Trump uh, declaring them as a terrorist organization is, number one, there's no real leadership. There's no organization. They very much follow the ISIS guideline to this mm-hmm. where it's basically cells. There's yeah. different cells. They fall under the Antifa umbrella. So you can't really pinpoint it. You no. know, Right. It's it's like um, Antifa is to – what was that group back in the 60s? Oh, the Weather Underground. The Weather Underground. Yes. Um, they're a big um, left side anti um, – We'll get into them later because – Yeah. Not today, but next time. He, it, they are to the Weather Underground. Look them up. Um, they were responsible for like bombings and stuff during the Vietnam War, yeah. protesting like the government and stuff like that. Um, we were able to subdue them because they were – they were like localized or they, right. they had like leadership yeah. and they were in a right. legit organization. So uh, Antifa is to the weather underground what ISIS would be to Al-Qaeda. We, right. I mean, it took forever for us to defeat Al-Qaeda. Yeah. However, because they were under an organization and they had like a structure, it was possible. But then if you subscribe to ISIS not being like a 
U.S. made <laughs> um, right. CIA op. Um, if if you think they were actually a terrorist, quote unquote, organization, it was more of an ideology right. where um, it was spread predominantly through social media. Mm-hmm. They picked up people from the U.S. Oh, yeah. from all over the world just to get in on the cause. Oh, and it's you know their recruiting was disenfranchised. Um, individuals, people that felt like they didn't fit in, that were being oppressed by the Imperial America system. And this group is very much the same. Mm -hmm. If you look at their members, they're primarily, you know, college aged, you know, kids that just feel oppressed. They feel like they don't fit in and they're looking for some kind of group. And so it very much follows that vein. And, you know, it's funny if you go to the Action Network, and I'm not promoting this, but they have an international Antifa defense fund for legal fees and um, medical bills in case uh, you are doing an Antifa op and you get arrested. Mm-hmm. You can um, you can tap this fund and they will um, they will get you a lawyer. So it's like Antifa GoFundMe. Yeah, basically. I like yes. it. Yes. Okay. I mean, everybody needs a GoFundMe. There's a page. cute little picture of them all standing in front of a little banner that says "Free All Antifa Prisoners." It's nice. Yeah, I mean that is. One of their um, pushes is to to get um, a lot of their looters and, and aggressors, I guess, yeah. um, freed. Um, and we talked about <clears> – <throat> we mentioned how the social media push in ISIS and like how their, their, their recruiting structure was. I saw this image. Uh, this was probably a week ago, and um, this kind of gave me chills, this – is if you're not watching, if you're listening, this is an image, a cartoon, comic-looking image of is Wonder that Wonder Woman. Woman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, and it says Antifa means anti-fascist, proudly fighting fascism since 1941. Interesting. So it's propaganda, Antifa propaganda oh, yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. And a girl that I went to high school with, and worked with. At my high school job, she had posted this and said, I am Antifa. Damn. And predominantly white people that you see that are posting oh, the stuff too. Absolutely, yeah. And it's like you said, white disenfranchised people who are trying to get in on the the fun, I guess you could say, trying yes. to get in on the shit show. Um, yeah, they, you know, burn down the system. You know, there are these rich middle class kids that think that America sucks and, you know, they want socialism. And yeah, it, is it even the same cause? Yeah, like right. It's cuz we have the the protest going on and then we have what what witnesses are saying of people will start from the back. This group of people mm-hmm. will start from the back of a peaceful protest, start working their way forward. They have medics, they have people like mm-hmm. with red cross taped on their back as medics. They have they're carrying um bottles of milk to counter mm-hmm. tear gas and and they're carrying weapons and stuff like that, working their way to the front. Then all of a sudden, this peaceful protest turns into a nightmare, into yeah. what we're seeing all over the country. Yeah, and I, I had seen a video, and this guy was kind of doing a play-by-play. It was these these kids. It was a cop car in the middle of a crowd, and he had this one kid pop up with a skateboard on his back, and he starts smashing windows. And then on, miraculously, from the other side, a kid with a skateboard on his back pulls that out, starts smashing windows, then a lady comes out of nowhere and pours a bottle of water, which actually is gasoline, on the car. And then someone magically appears with a lighter to set it on fire. It's like these guys apparently were – It's all sporadic. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But 
obviously they were working together. Yeah, you know? but they want you to think the way they oh, yeah. came in. Right. They want you to think it's sporadic. They like want you to think it's at random, impromptu. Yes, you know, but violence. no, it's organized. It's planned. It's structured. Absolutely. <clears throat> and like I said, it's it's not the same cause at all. No. It's not. No. Hey, fighting for justice for these black people right. or the African Americans that are are getting um yeah getting falsely killed by police officers yeah. for for no reason. No, this is they have their own agenda yep. and they are capitalizing on yeah. it's a big it's not event. Black Lives Matter. It's it's fuck the system. Yes, right. and I got this video, a couple of videos here, um, to show of. What we would probably consider, I mean, nobody claims to be Antifa, I'm no, sure, except right. for like the people on Facebook that right. are saying I am Antifa. Name, but, rank, and serial number. Yeah, these people are kind of in the shadows and stuff, doing their thing. They're, they're not associating, having contact with other members like them, so you, right. you can't really pinpoint them. Yeah. But um, the protesters are starting to catch on, and they're starting to get pissed that these right. people are tearing up their neighborhoods. Right. So this one here... It's from TMZ. I'm going to blow this up. This is not police people's way of Let me tell you this. This is not a black woman who's putting Black Lives Matter. I just want you to know that when... Right, but y'all y'all doing that for us and we ain't asking you to do that. Listen. Don't, don't, don't spray stuff out here when they're going to blame black people for this and black people didn't do it. That's enough right there to see what's going on. Her talk at the end, though, is it's pretty, uh, it's pretty powerful because she's just like, look, man, we're just trying to get our message out there. And these guys are coming around and they're just they're fucking it all up for us. Yeah. Well, like she said, she's like, we didn't ask you to do that. Right. You're making us look bad. Yeah. But it's not black people doing this. Yeah. It is. You guys spray painting Black Lives Matter on this, but right. we don't want any part of this. Well, and the other part of the message was that they're – I just totally covered my camera when I did that – is that they're spray painting down with white supremacy. Mm -hmm. These two college white chicks, you know, right. and, and you know, it's, it's funny because it fits the mold because when I was sitting at the mall the other day, I was going to get some street tacos from my favorite place. Mm -hmm. And these two basic white chicks drive up wearing the most trendy clothes in a Mini Cooper with BLM spray painted on the back of their truck that they or car that they had done themselves you yeah. know and it's just like really <laughs> well i um i had used to live in rockford illinois or just north of it and um there's a lot and it's more small town like here mm -hmm. but there was a lot more going on there than here there was like the malls were, were looted i think there was maybe in a fire in the mall and um i had seen reports that these two white teenagers had just completely destroyed these stores and stuff like that. And it, like, like we were saying, it's, it's not even the same cause. You're not right. doing them a favor. Right. Yeah. You're not doing the cause a favor. Right. And they don't want to do the cause a favor. Right. They want it to look like it's this uh, big uprising thing for this cause. Yeah. But in reality, they have their own plan. They have their own right. agenda. They want to overwhelm the system and – um, I had shown you the video of there in Pittsburgh. There is this uh, Antifa organizer, this um, kid that he looks very ominous in his black mask and black clothes, standing on top of a police car calling for, for violence. And then the next video is actually a local news where his parents are walking him into a police station. It's this 20 year old kid who looked like he didn't get a happy meal. I mean, <laughs> it's just really, really sad. Yes. Um, 
there is that videos of that all over of and like we said it a couple times these disenfranchised these kids that think they're disenfranchised they right. think yeah. that the, there's injustice against yeah. them and the world and that um they need to bring it down right their mom and dad got them a bmw instead of naughty and it's like <laughs> exactly. damn the world yep here's another video here of another pissed off resident um that was her neighborhood was getting fucked up too and she was not having it at all So we'll just leave that with that because the video cut out. Um, what she goes on to say, though, is um, she's talking about she. We heard her say that um, people live down here. I live down here. Homeless people live down here. People live in these projects. You're messing it all up for us. And what she goes on to say is most of you are going to get done with your protests, your rioting, your looting here. And you're going to go back to your homes in the suburbs mm -hmm. and sleep comfortably at night and. Not even care at the end of the day, really. I mean, you got your piece of meat in. You got you feel satisfied because you got to destroy some stuff and mess some stuff up. Is this really Black Lives Matter? Uh, do they care about black lives at this right. point? Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's a stepping stone for them. You know, they, they sit in their, their Russian philosophy classes and then they come out thinking they know how the world works and how things should be. And so they go down and they, you know, the, the people that are having an issue that are, are trying to step up and make their voice heard and they steal the stage from them. They steal their platform so that they can be heard. And basically they're just as bad as the cop that was kneeling on George's neck. Yes. And I wanted to get into more, but we're, we're pushing time already. Um, we need to get into a break here pretty quick. Um, people compare this so much to like the civil rights movement and Martin Luther King. And we talked about these these kids who don't know what they're doing. They're just messing stuff up. They're they're throwing fits because there's opposition to their looting. Like the people that are smashing cars and stuff like that as they're driving down the road, they're getting pissed off and outraged that the car proceeded to drive through the intersection, possibly hitting some of them. But when you look back at like Martin Luther King's time and era, um, they expected 
to get the fire hoses released on yeah. them. They expected dogs <laughs> to be attacked. We, we, we might want to take a break because I got some shit on this. All right, we're going to go to a break. Um, go get yourself a drink or something because uh, this might be another long one because there's just so much to cover and we can't just gloss over some of this stuff. And um, so go. But we're going to make it worth your while, I promise. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go get something to drink. Go do your business and then get back in here for what I think is a good show. We got so. a lot of information here. So we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. And we are back, back from our break. We're kind of, was, it was a nice break. We were kind of in the middle of something. We, we kind of got into something that was going to take a little bit too long. So we decided to take a break and come back. So I want to touch, keep touching on the civil rights movement and right. how people are comparing that to this movement today. Yes. So, um, I started to say how, um, the protesters today, the looters today, or these Antifa people that we're talking about, you see videos of, um, like, a big rig driving down the street of protesters, right. and they're attacking his vehicle, and right. they're trying to pull him out of the vehicle, yeah. and he keeps going, and right. they are just enraged. They're, they're, he is just violating their rights by, by trying to run him over, or, or you see... Um, store owners who are getting attacked and then they pull a gun right and like one article it was like cbs was very misleading um mm -hmm. headline it was like a clickbait headline it said white store owner shoots black protester right far like three or four paragraphs down if it, it mentions the store owner was attacked by two people the guy pulled a gun shot warning shots in the air you, you right. can't he didn't have to do that. He could yeah. have defended his own life by shooting them from the start. Oh, yeah, right. Fires two warning shots, and then they continue to attack him, so he shoots one of them and kills him. Yeah. Outrage. Outrage on right. certain sides of the fence because of this. But then, but then, like I said, you look back, you want to compare it to like the summer of 1968 or whatever. You look back at um, like Martin Luther King and the, the marches that he was conducting. Mm -hmm. and those people planned on violence against them. They planned yeah. on getting fire hosed and uh, dogs attacking them and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for one of those protesters who, you know, the truck kind of plows through. You know, I'm waiting for one of them to yell, you know, call 911. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I want to be the dispatcher on that one. I did see where <laughs> um, there was a video of these four kids, like teen, like probably 20s, early 20s, late teens, early 20s. Um, they had thrown shit at this car that was driving by. 
the guy instantly stops his car, whips around, and the girl's like, oh, shit, call the cops. Call the cops on this guy. Call the cops. She said it like four times. I'm like, what the – what are you talking about? Yeah, we're going to put you in holding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brief hold real quick. The funny thing is the guy jumped out. He had this big, like, um, like Freddy Krueger – Oh, I saw thing. that guy. Yes. Yeah, and he like comes at him. He's like, "You want to throw shit at my car?" And he comes yeah. at him with this Freddy Krueger claw. I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Is <laughs> the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah, I'm pretty sure all four of them pissed their pants when yeah, Freddy right. Krueger jumped out. That needs to be a fucking movie, right? Yes, there. <laughs> absolutely. But so compare this to um, 1968 or um, these these movements. I know you have some stuff pulled yeah, up here. But I it really it pisses me off when these people try to compare the two because it's not even close. You know, you have these people that there's no discipline among them. You know, they're, they're slashing out and they want to compare it to say Selma. Right. Mm. Now, if you look at Selma, you got, it was three different marches. Okay. It was kicked off by a death of a, a deacon for a church. Who's he was protecting his mom from getting beat, right. For being in the wrong place, wrong mm-hmm. time. And he ends up getting shot, killed. So then, Martin Luther King ends up writing all these letters to bishops like, come join us, come do this, right? So a bunch of people come down and they call this one, um, this day it was, uh, let's see here, double check, um, Bloody Sunday, okay? Now, these guys, again, this is peaceful marches. Like you said, they were expecting fire hoses, they were expecting dogs, they were expecting to get beat by clubs, and it was civil disobedience, so they were not going to lift a finger. Mm-hmm. They were going to let this happen. Right. And it happened. And they were trained for it. They were trained for it, yeah. They were trained to take the beating and not do jack shit back. Yep. And they did. And that night, they dispersed, they got chased off by horses and dogs, right? That night, a white Unitarian minister got beat to death by the KKK for coming down and trying to help. Wow. So that brought natural co- national coverage at that point, maybe because it was a white guy. Probably. I don't know. But so Martin Luther King, again, sends out all these letters, all these telegrams, like come join us. Okay. The president has to take notice now. Mm-hmm. And so he calls the governor and says, Hey, you need to support these guys to do this walk. And the governor Wallace, who is flat out racist in Alabama says, no, I ain't doing that. The president says, you will do this, and or I will do it. So they have the National Guard to protect these people's walk at this point. Celebrities show up. They do, like, concerts for these people wow. as they're walking. And so they, they make the walk for freedom across the bridge, and it's very successful. At that point, uh, Johnson gives a talk about how their cause is going to be our cause. And then Martin Luther King gives this um, speech, and he says um, – Uh, During the final rally held on the steps of the Capitol in Montgomery, he says, the end we seek is a society at peace with itself, a society that can live with its conscience, that will be a day not of the white man, not of the black man, that will be a day of the man as a man. And you had mentioned how they got the attention of the president, and the president came down, and then in the end, these – after all this, these policies were made. These um, right, they were the civil rights the right laws. To vote and, yeah, yeah, and the constitute or the the amendments were made. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, stuff still happened for years after right. that. I mean, it was obviously not over at that point. But one point I had read about somebody comparing this today's looting and today's riots and protesting and stuff with um, back then was. 
and I'm pretty sure it might have been the guy who succeeded Martin Luther King in the um, the organization he was head of. I can't think oh, the right. name of it. Yeah. Um, had said that how these things work is, yeah, there's the civil disobedience, but there is kind of an end game of um, making an alliance with governors or lawmakers to implement change because right. you're not going to implement change until the law is changed. Right. And so it was kind of, hey, you need to hear us. And then when the the law or the governors or the government hears them, then change can be implemented. This is a completely different story right. because things are – like people are taking notice and these – whether it's just – um, random protests or riots, or if it is like an organization like Antifa, that's not good enough for them. There is it, there is no real endgame besides basic total destruction of what there is right now. Right, absolutely. And you know, you mentioned before um, the summer of '68, which I've talked about a lot recently to you. And you know, liking history, I I kind of look for patterns and things. Mm -hmm. And you know, '68 is right widely purported as kind of the most violent year in politics and society of the United States, with all the riots, the assassinations of King and Kennedy, uh, Robert Kennedy. Mm -hmm. You know, they had a DNC um, convention, a Democratic convention, which was just rife with um, riots. I mean, Democrats did not have a good candidate going in because Johnson dropped out. We were getting, going into Vietnam, and I mean, or we were in Vietnam, and people wanted us out. So, I mean, it was just nonstop, and I see a lot of that happening now, and yeah. I don't think that's an accident, to be honest. I think that it's planned to be that way. Oh, there's a, a lot of symbolism, I think, and and people, like, thrive on symbolism, whether, like, this – if you subscribe to some of the stuff being pre-orchestrated and an act, not coincidence – there's a lot of symbolism here, and you had mentioned to me earlier that the the whole Minnesota thing, the Minneapolis thing, um, mm -hmm. there was there was a connection there. I can't remember exactly. Oh yeah. So uh, again, back to the symbolism. It's interesting because one of the key um, moments in 1968 that was considered like a, a civil rights moment was one of the Democratic candidates. His name was Humphrey. He was running for president. He was a horrible candidate, but he was liked by the left or by the Democrats. Sorry, I shouldn't say the left on this one. But um, he gave a very key speech during this time in Minneapolis. And so that was like the starting off point for this whole thing in that year. Yeah, and that's interesting that it all kicked off in Minneapolis mm -hmm. this time. So is there – I mean coincidence maybe, probably, possibly. But right. like I said, there is – they people thrive on symbolism. If there is – a deep state, as a lot of people subscribe to. I, I don't even think it's really a conspiracy thing anymore. I think right. a lot of people think there is people that are pulling strings in the background mm -hmm. for their own good. Um, I don't think that's really a close to closed topic anymore. It's kind of getting right. around. But if if you do think that, then um, they do like their symbolism. They do like um, repeating things, right. and yeah. so. You know, and, you know, people try to compare this to what's going on with this march. And you see a lot of the comparisons, you know, people try to make the same comparisons that you would see, like, from the French Revolution and the American Revolution, which were, again, two totally different things. Right. You know, this, there's no real leadership. It's mob mentality. You know, it's it's not faith-based at all. You know, the march in Selma was faith-based. You know, French Revolution, 
like this has it's all about logic it's about what you can get from man not what your creator has endowed you with as far as rights right and so it's it's a bloodbath and that's just exactly what the french revolution was it was a bloodbath yeah so I just wanted to hit a little more on the civil rights movement before, because it's not really something we can gloss over, because, I mean, it's getting thrown around, and Martin Luther King's getting thrown around constantly. And beat up like a pinata. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I did see one meme where um, it said, because it, it was on the side of all, all lives matter, you know, where people like Black Lives Matter. Well, all lives matter. Well, it was like Martin Luther King knew that all lives matter and stuff like that. It's just like they're, they're using him right. on yeah. both sides. It really? Is. It's really sad actually. Yeah. So that I think, did you have anything more on that topic or do we want to push and keep moving on? I say let's move on. Let's move on. We all know what that sound is now. I do now. You do. It's not the revolution. Unfortunately, it is time for one of our favorite segments. It's a little more lighthearted than some of the other stuff we talk about, but it's still along these same lines. It's time for the Party Line Patriots. If you didn't listen last week, the Party Line Patriots is the part of the show where we pull up posts, we pull up memes from people who subscribe to either the super right or the super left, and they stick by their their party they stick to their guns no matter how much logic you throw at them they're going to stick with the talking points that their party says because that's what we do here we don't come up with thoughts on our own we let our party do it for us yep so we got a couple of these they're they're fun ones they're stupid ones they're ones that'll piss you off and and make you outraged as you probably should be because I worry about humanity when I read some of these posts. I really do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me switch over screens. And for you listening, I'll give a good indication of what's going on here. So this meme just says, The police kneeling with and hugging the protesters is when your abusive boyfriend brings you flowers after hurting you. When he makes a grand gesture of love in front of your friends, it's to pressure you into forgiveness. It's manipulative. It's abuse. Don't fall for it. So don't take anything the police say at all, even the good right. ones, even the good cops that come down and say, I'm in this with you. Um, yeah. I'm pissed off too. No, don't listen to that because yeah. he's just the abusive boyfriend. Yeah, come on, baby. Come back. It's yep. okay. Yep. So obviously that's irritating. It's not helpful at all. I, it's no, you're just inciting more rage, you know. And I do think that a lot of it is a PR stunt, yeah, because I have heard of police coming down doing the kneeling thing, and then once the cameras d go away, they get up and like gas the crowds and stuff and go back to whatever they were doing. It's all a photo op, kind of like we right. said for Trump at <laughs> the church, it's it's photo op, but I do see a lot of it as. Hey, this is making us look bad. We're here with you. We are on yeah. your side. But apparently that's not good enough. All right, I got this one here. It says, I feel like the people saying ALM, All Lives Matter, on Black Lives Matter posts are the people whose parents had to go buy them a new toy after they went to another kid's birthday party to make them feel better. Huh. That's, uh, that's nice. I wonder if that 
Drew Brees must be one of those kids. Yeah, yeah, he must be um, one of those. I mean, clearly, if you think all lives matter, um, you're a spoiled kid. And I, I, I hate every time the Black Lives Matter issue comes up. I do hate the people that are like, well, all lives matter. Well, no shit. Yeah. No shit. I did see a good post that was like, yes, all lives do matter, but black lives matter. Black lives are the ones that are hurting right now. So, right. like, basically, stop focusing on yourself and focus on other people. Right, yeah. And that's Definitely. understandable, but posts like this, again, don't help. Yeah. Oh, this is a favorite. <laughs> it says... If you can't see this, if you're listening, it shows it's split in two. The top half is a bunch of farmers up on a um, cart, like, throwing hay bales off. And it says, if they do this during the day, and then the bottom picture shows a bunch of people looting. It says, they wouldn't do this at night. Is that... (laughs) Yeah, that's... that just scream... Like racist to you? Yeah, I'm gonna say so. Yes. Yeah, like just assuming that everybody out there looting is collecting a welfare check. Right. If if black people got jobs, then maybe they want to be looting. They want to have right. time to loot. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard people say that. Well, yeah. if they and they spent more time off. working, yeah. It's <laughs> I know a lot of African American people that work ten times harder than even yeah. I work. So it's just it's just stupid shit like yeah. that that just keeps this and thing again, going in it, circles. It's it's proof that. There's credibility in what they're doing right now. You mm-hmm. know, that that kind of attitude still exists. Yeah, and clearly it does. I saw one. I couldn't find it. I wanted to pull it up just for this segment. But the guy who posted it deleted it. He must have mm-hmm. probably got a lot of backlash. Probably. And it was a bunch of military people, like, watching a TV. And it said something along the lines of active duty military um, wait, pretty much waiting for um, – the National Guard to fuck shit up. To like oh. to yeah. So and the guy who posted it was like, just mow them all down already, was his comment. And it's oh man, it just people like that make everyone look bad. Right. People on both sides. Like I'm more right, I think, than left. Mm-hmm. I'm more in the center, but I'm more towards like capitalism than socialism yeah. by far. But yeah. people like that make any "Quote unquote," Republicans look like total assholes. Yeah, right. Here, speaking of speaking of total <laughs> assholes, this one it shows a dog with a really strong buff dog in military getup. It says, three weeks ago, I am a citizen with rights. I refuse to be told what to do. You want me to stay inside? Come here and make me." And then it says, "Today, it's a little puppy on uh, with his maga maga hat. hat again. It's always the maga hat yeah. that." Makes the the meme. Says, guys, come on. There's a curfew. You got to go inside. The cops said you got to go home. Come on. Like the same people that are saying, um, go out and protest are are just little keyboard warriors saying, oh, no, listen to them. Guys in Michigan that were sitting there, you know, at the at the state capitol are now sitting back being like, you better do what the government tells you. Yep. And I'm sure there are a lot of people like that, but it's, it's not the majority of us. Right. Last but not least, I just want to preface this one. I used to listen to talk radio constantly on my way to work because I work third shift. So I, I, there was a talk radio station. It was primarily like right-leaning station. They had um, – I think it was at 7, they had Shauna Hannity. At 9, they had Michael Savage. And then they had like Mark Levin and stuff like that on it. 
that's what from that point on I wanted to do a show like this from right. listening to talk yeah. radio. I wanted to be a talk radio host and yeah, I mean, and mine was Glenn Beck. I'd listen yep. to him and I'd be like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, I listened to Glenn Beck um, when I was on earlier shifts because my shifts kind of jumped around. So um, he was on more during the day, I think. But yeah, it was listening to stuff like that. But one of my favorites was Michael Savage. Mm-hmm. And he, I remember he had, people were always saying, hey, you need to run for president. And he was like, well, I got all this stuff going on, legal stuff. And once that's over, I'll consider like politics. He's like, but I'm not going to run for the Republican Party. I'm going to run. I can't remember if it was like Constitutional Party or the Libertarian Party, mm-hmm. something more central. And um, since Trump took office, he's become very diehard Trump supporter. I've li- oh, okay. haven't listened to him in years, and then recently I started listening to him again, and it's almost hard to listen to. But I do follow him on Twitter, and this post here disturbs me the most out of everything he says. Hard to see. I don't know if I can zoom in on this or not. It's not going to let me. But it says, um, what should be done to stop the looting, burning, and violence? And then he says in all caps, declare martial law today. Give the street uh, give the street mobs one hour to disperse. And then it says, looters will be shot. It says, announce looters will be shot. So he's saying the only way to disperse these looters is declare martial martial law mm-hmm. that's scary yeah it that's, and it's and i had pointed out and i've seen other people point out it's funny to me you have all these especially on the right and i'm one of the people that believes i have a right to carry a gun not for hunting but for in case a tyrannical government was right. to rise up yes absolutely and the same people that support carrying a gun to defend against a tyrannical government are the ones screaming declare martial law yeah let let's just end this now i mean that that would that would be the solution to the problem right yeah absolutely people don't know what they're asking for here and that's what we're going to get into a little bit about martial law and what it is and what it entails because i i don't think a lot of these people can even understand what they're asking for i um Got into like a little spat back and forth on another podcaster's channel. Um, it's on the Quite Frankly podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. You should all go and listen to him. Um, but one guy had sit, just commented, he's like, just send in the Marines to end this all. And so my response was, as a former Marine, I am going to have to disagree with you. And so he came back at me. He's like, well, what would you suggest? And I'm like, I don't know what I suggest, right. but you are asking when you declare martial law, they're, they take your constitutional rights completely away from you. Right. And so he, he responds, he's like, we, well, whatever it takes to stop the commies. <laughs> and I'm like, so you're, you're willing to give up all of our constitutional rights, all our inalienable rights, all that stuff to stop the commies. What is this? 1955. Right. During the Red Scare, it is insane to me. So we just want to educate for you people that think that. Want to educate you a little bit on what you're asking for before you decide to make statements like that. Bill, do you got um, any information on what martial law is, at least, or what it entails? Yeah. So actually, um, 
martial law has been declared a couple times in the United States and um, been denied also. <laughs> um, funny, uh, everybody thinks uh, Abraham Lincoln is this great, uh, well, he is a great president, so I'm not going to diminish him. But uh, he tried to declare martial law at one point against people that thought that he should not go to civil war. And uh, it was declared unconstitutional. Um, but the interesting part is here that a law was passed by um, President Bush back in 07. And it um, allowed the president to take control of a state's National Guard um, based on a um, natural disaster, epidemic, or terrorist attack. Um, now, a lot of people have been questioning why President Trump would name Antifa a terrorist organization, and that would give him a reason to send in the National Guard. If right. there was a terrorist organization involved in this um, in the protest, um, that supersedes the government or the governor. Yeah, and um, you had said like a natural disaster, a pandemic, or – I mean we've already had the pandemic this year, and – a lot of states basically imposed a form of martial law. Like they suspended certain rights and certain constitutional rights and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but not at a national level. Now that we have these riots going on and we have uh, Antifa, I guess, which to Trump, I think, is like the boogeyman. Yeah. Like we talk about Antifa here. We, we think there's probably more to it, but Trump's using it as his boogeyman, and it seems – to make sense what you're saying there that that he would declare this a terrorist organization for that reason. Yeah, so the um this um it goes back to the uh, Insurrection Act of 1807. United States federal law empowers the president of the United States to deploy US military and federalized national guard troops within the United States for particular substances or the circumstances such as uh, suppressed disorder, insurrection, rebellion, um, terrorism, natural disorder. Um, the major exception to this is the Posse Comitatus Act of 1878. That's a big word. Yes, it is. And it limits the use of military personnel under federal command for law enforcement purposes only within the United States. Hmm. I've got something pulled up here. It's um, an editorial. It's labeled, What Does Martial Law Actually Mean? This is from lawenforcementtoday.com. So this gives a little bit about what – I mean it's really brief, but still it gives us a little bit of an idea. It says, among all the COVID-19 panic – so this was in March 17th, March 17th of this year. Oh, so okay. this was before all this current stuff with the writing and stuff. So this is – If they had any idea. <laughs> yeah, right. So it says, among all the COVID-19 panic, people have been throwing around the term martial law an awful lot. What does martial law actually mean? Why is everyone talking about it? Only the president of the United States has the power to call for martial law at the federal level. When he does, the military takes control of the law and the people rather than civilian government to include elected officials. So the military is in control now. Right. And they suspend habeas corpus. Yes, that is one. I think they talk point that out in here too. So state governors also have that power to declare martial law within their state borders, such as following a national disaster, like you said. However, the current talks of social media town is federal martial law. It says, during martial law, civil liberties as we know them essentially go out the window. So, to fight the commies, as 
the one YouTube commenter said, let's throw all our civil liberties out the window. And that's not just for the commies. He right. doesn't realize that's for all of us. Right. Yeah, let's let's fight the commies by becoming the commies. Exactly. That's what people don't understand. It's like, well, if you declare martial law, we can bring in the military, we can end this. But yeah. what else is tagged on? It's like a bill going right. through Congress. It's like, yeah, we want this bill to get mm-hmm. this one good thing done. What else are we um, – thousand pages are we tying on to it right and every prepper out there is like this is it this is what i prepped for <laughs> <laughs> yep. all right going out into my bunker right now it says habeas corpus like you said which is basically protection against unlawful imprisonment along with protection against unreasonable searches freedom of movement and freedom of speech and other freedoms that we as americans enjoy can also be suspended dreaded curfews can be implemented and one may be arrested for a violation so basically uh, you can be imprisoned indefinitely for no reason. They don't have to give you a reason. Right. If they see you as a threat, they can arrest you, throw you in jail indefinitely. Right. And that's what the that's what people are calling. That's what Michael Savage is calling for. Right. Yeah. People that that yeah, like you said, profess liberty and freedom. They're the ones saying, "Yeah, let's go take those guys out." And that just blows my mind. Yeah. And I I feel that. We have to educate people. We have to educate ourselves. Like, what are you asking for? Because, I mean, this it's not just these couple people that mm-hmm. are saying it. The, I, the president's basically, like, hinting around at right. it. Like, um, if the governors don't do something about it, I'm going to do something right. about it. And that's basically declaring martial law. Right. And, you know, like you were talking about, you know, I mean, anybody who supports the Second Amendment, I mean, this is this is the reason why they want the AR-15s. They want to be able to be ready for that time that that government steps up and takes control and takes strips your rights. And um, I'm sure you saw by now that uh, New York actually has already suspended habeas corpus oh, at I this point. Figure they did that in the 80s. <laughs> well, they did so more. And so I think this article talks a little about it. Um, Yeah, it says, On Thursday night, New York criminal court justice James Burke agreed to request by the New York City Police Department to allow the detention of anyone arrested in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Manhattan without criminal charges longer than the 24-hour max mandated by state law. Hmm. It says, It's a crisis within a crisis, the judge wrote in his ruling. All writs are denied. He justified his decision on the basis of the current pandemic, which means law mandated law mandated court hearings for arrests will have to be delayed because we are in a crisis caused by COVID nineteen coronavirus pandemic, which prevents live or live arraignments. So this is sounds like it was before the riots too. Well, they're probably going to send them to the uh, long term care centers. This just says published in June twenty twenty. So I don't know if this was before or after um, all these riots broke out, but they've already implemented right. some form of martial well, law here. Yeah. Again, it's New York. So like I said, they're, you know, they're the ones forcing people into long-term care centers. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a shit show. Yeah. And before you cry for something, before you ask for something, you got to ask yourself, what exactly is right. this? What, <laughs> what are you requesting here? Because I'm not pro um, giving up all my rights. Uh, no. No. Do I have an answer for fixing the riots? I don't, but this is the scariest answer to me right Right. Here. Yeah, th- this is with all the shit going on right now, 
the last thing I want to see. Right. This <laughs> is like U.S. military being deployed on United States soil. And didn't uh, Trump, he had like thousands of troops on standby or something, you said. Right. Well, he had 1,200 troops show up in Washington, D.C., which I, I read today he actually pulled off. Yeah. He told them, you know, all's good, go home. Well, but, that's, um, that's positive note there, I guess. Right. But again, that's not New York City. <laughs> New York City is an entirely different animal. Yeah. And like we mentioned earlier, the best way to cause ease amongst people right. that are already um, – they've been bottled up at home for three months, so they're already, like, antsy. Mm -hmm. They're all pissed off because of uh, the stuff that happened with George Floyd. Mm -hmm. And then you also have people – infiltrators i guess you could say that i think are going from city to city to city oh, just absolutely. just, yeah. just yeah. causing disturbances as it let's ease that tension by marching the military down the right. streets yeah like, and by saying sorry your rights are fucked right now yeah right we're, we're gonna strip you of your rights but don't worry we're gonna take care of you we'll give it back we promise yeah, we, we always give it back yes of course well we are pushing a long time now so um all this, I mean, we don't even know where we really stand. I don't know where I, I don't have a solution for any of this. But when it comes to giving up our rights, giving up more freedoms than we gave up two months ago for a pandemic, giving up the right to a trial right, or a reason to be arrested, I'm not pro any of that. And I'm not pro uh, people screaming at you because you have an opinion. Right, yeah. Like, people are bullying people left and right about this stuff. Like I said, we are more divided now, I think, than we were before. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, I'm totally by design as well, mm -hmm. I, I believe. Yeah, so. the media is pushing us apart for sure. Yes. And then you um, get bullies on the internet. You get bullies um, in amongst celebrities. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, this whole Drew Brees thing, you kind of hinted around about it. Right, yeah. And yeah, he came out and said, you know, I respect the flag. I don't think – to me, it, it stands for unity. It, it stands for standing up for those that need to be stood up for. My two grandfathers fought in World War II. I respect the flag. I respect what it stands for. And I think we need to stand together and and, and be united. And holy shit, is that the wrong thing to yeah, say? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean he got blown up on social media. LeBron and James went after his ass big time. Yeah, yeah. And – my personal opinion is I agree with him. In my opinion, the flag is not the government. The right. flag is not a president that you don't like or the police force that that is corrupt. The flag represents the right to stand up or kneel right. or say what you want or burn the flag. The flag represents all those freedoms, all right. those those rights that you have in this country, that's what the flag represents. Yeah. So those celebrities and LeBron James coming out and saying, telling Drew Brees he cannot say that or do that because he doesn't understand he's ignorant, he's racist, he's part of the problem, is the exact same thing that the NFL did to those players that wanted to kneel. Yes. It is no nope, different nope. whatsoever, and they don't see the irony no, of that. It's uh, You only have freedom of speech if your speech agrees with what I say. Right, right. I mean, if if you go against that, then it's hate speech. Right, absolutely. You're a racist. And you need to be censored. Right. So, I mean, that's why we're doing this thing. I mean, we have a voice. Everyone has a voice. We have these freedoms. And we don't want to lose that. And we don't want people saying that we can't do, lose it. Because, 
I mean, right. then you lose. You just lose. And these protesters, their voice has been heard. Minneapolis has decided to disband their police force. Yes. And a non-vetoable <laughs> vote for a city council, they've decided to get do away with their police force. And how's that going to work out? Well, they exactly. want to create a community-based police force. Which yeah. yeah. We all know how that goes. Um, George Zimmerman, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman. Um, what was that, Neighborhood Watch? He was the, the in charge of their Neighborhood Watch. Yeah, so let's take out the poorly trained police force or the, right. the overly trained, I guess you could even say, police force and just get a bunch of Neighborhood Watch guys that have zero training. Right. They all have their own backgrounds, their own opinions, racism or what have you. And make up their own decisions whether they should shoot they'll, someone. They'll probably tell them they can't have guns. Oh, even. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So, Minneapolis, you have been heard. This will be interesting to watch. I want to see what down. happens. Maybe I this do. is like a format that the rest of the United States you know will follow. If it works, and you know, I'm all about cutting-edge stuff. So exactly. So More power to them. So I think we're going to leave it at that for today. Um, this being our second episode, we're pushing... Probably close to two hours again, but that's all right. Damn it. We have so much to cover. There's so much going on. In When we made this decision to start this podcast, there was not that much going on. Right? We thought it was going to be easy. Yeah, but <laughs> every every night it seems like, just like, damn it, this thing's going to be long. And so uh, we are going to leave you on that. If, if you don't like something we said, please don't just tune us out because – we all have opinions. We all are kind of forming this as we go. Absolutely. We welcome opinions and feedback. So. Yeah. Like I said, the forum, the Facebook forum yeah. or YouTube comments are the best way to voice your opinion and educate us. Yeah. And don't just scream at us because that doesn't help because I'll probably just tell you to screw off or something. But right. let us otherwise give yeah. it to us. Edu- educate us, please. Yeah. Please, please. Um, we are going to let you go. Yes. Please come back next week. We are going to keep this talk going. Um, definitely. Keep fighting for your freedoms. Um, never stop talking because, I mean, when you lose that, what else do you have? You deserve to be heard, so don't stop. Yep. So see you next time. Hey.